Welcome to Rolling Misadventures, where a group of podcasters take time away from their respective shows to sit down and play a tabletop role-playing game. I'm your host, Derek, from LifeWorld. I'm... fuck. Hi, fuck. <laughs> You're fuck. I'm fuck from Unoli class. <laughs> I am General Fucko. No, no. <laughs> I can get it. Yeah, okay. I believe in myself. I'm Megan from Onoli class. Hi, this is Paris from Terrible Book Club. What? Charles is back for two episodes in a row? Oh my god. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. Christmas miracle, guys. That means me, me and Paris are next on the list at this point. To die? Writing's on the wall. Yeah. Yes. Logically. Have I died yet? No. No. Oh shit, someone kill me this time then. That'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't died yet. We'll do it in the closing segment. Uh, in the... <laughs> Yes. But before we get to that, uh, we are joined once again by our lovely guest, Rev. Hi, I'm Rev. I am the host and GM of The Crit Show, which is an actual play podcast where we play Monster of the Week and other Powered by the Apocalypse games, all within the same dimension hopping narrative. Megan, did you hurt yourself? I hung my elbow. Megan, what happened in the closet? I bumped my elbow because I'm in the fucking closet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and since Charles is back from the dead, uh, he has brought Tales from the Afterlife with uh, what happened during the first half of this campaign. Yes. So the it started out with a classic drug deal at the, the fine establishment known as the Grand Stranger, which is definitely not a sex move. Uh, oh, that's where you're. That's where you're both wearing blindfolds, and uh, one of you is doing a funny voice. Drug deal gone. Absolutely right, because I got a bunch of cocaine for twenty bucks. Which you only got like four <laughs> ounces of cocaine. I don't know why you thought it was twenty. I mean, I guess four that's still a lot of for, cocaine. for twenty dollars. Four but. ounces of cocaine for twenty dollars. My <laughs> that's <a> dude. Lot. <laughs> In today's economy. For new listeners, go back and listen to Miami Dice when Charles knew nothing about cocaine and did all of the research. I don't know anything about the cost of drugs, but I do know that that is an absurdly low price for that amount of cocaine. Yes, which is why the Grand Stranger is, in fact, going out of business, I feel. Uh, A restaurant, uh, a struggling restaurant who has uh, resorted to stealing the menus of uh, restaurants from across the street, as well as selling drugs. Uh, it's it's lead a sous chef uh, Alistair uh, is an has a weird as an onion kink is that what it is? And oh, I wouldn't call it a kink. <laughs> Don't call it a kink. It's been here for years. <laughs> <laughs> um, and has has uh, recently found out that uh, his art that he creates the the delectable dishes that he makes with all these goddamn onions uh, is a a fraud. It's a front. Um, That is, uh, the restaurant is not actually serving food. And now we are at this spot where uh, in the last final moments, I forget Paris's name. Stasha. Stasha. uh, In the last final moments of the episode, Stasha uh, and Alistair make their way into the, the cooler in Alistair bit of rage locks Stasha in there. Bro, you forgot like half the characters. <laughs> but I mean, like, that's the that story. Right? Fe- yeah. Felix, Felix and Jerry are there too. 
<laughs> What's the deal with <laughs> You can't expect him to remember all of that having just taken 20 ounces of Coke. <laughs> From a bomb in the back alleyway. And after Charles was sold that much cocaine, we have rolled our tilts. We have failure. You thought it was taken care of, but it wasn't. And mayhem, a dangerous animal gets loose. So with all of that being said, does anyone have a scene they'd like to start act two with? I was going to say, I'm locked in a freezer, so I feel like I'm going to need a deus ex machina here to get me out because I can't can't get out. I'm coming to do murder. We can see what okay. we can see what Henry's up to. Is it Felix yeah. and Jerry? If you guys want to have a scene before I come murder, yeah, I just feel like I'm a little stuck. So Felix is pacing through the kitchen, walking towards the walking cooler, just mumbling to himself. God damn all these sous chefs that we hire and don't pay good money for, and they can't even restock the goddamn onions. Felix throws open the door in a in a fit of rage. Oh, thank God you've come to rescue me. I got locked in here by Alistair. He's lost his fucking mind. Okay, Stasha, you were locked in the walk-in cooler. Alistair on a murderous rampage. That's normal, so I don't have to unpack that one. Okay, but why did Alistair lock you in the freezer? That's that's the part I'm missing here. Well, he was real upset about the uh, the changes to the menu and took it out on me. Okay. Because I was the one, you know, I was the messenger. You know how you're not supposed to shoot him? Well, he was like, fine, I'll fucking throw you in the freezer. That's why I sent you to take care of it instead of myself. So glad that that worked out. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, I'm glad about that. Uh, okay, so where do we go from here? We can't just have a murderous chef running around our restaurant. Yeah, very true. You know, thankfully we are closed at this point. You know, wouldn't it be really poetic if we somehow used this giant stockpile of onions to trap him? Okay, are we thinking bait or trap or both? I don't know, like we could roll him on the floor and maybe he'd fall on him. <laughs> Stasha, we can't Stasha, okay, I like the ingenuity. I don't know. Or maybe we can maybe we can make a wall out of all the onions. We could build a wall. I mean that seems to be a popular sentiment these days in the US. You know, build a wall, it solves everything. Okay, Stadja, I like where your head's at. You know, you're you're thinking outside the box. This is exactly what Jerry's been teaching you. Fantastic. I need to give him a raise. But we can't <laughs> afford to lose the profits on all these onions. Well, we just changed the menu, so not everything's not fucking onion-based anymore. So like we can we can lose some onions. Also, isn't maybe dealing with the murderous chef a little more important than the onions? What is the point of living if I can't pay for more onions, Stasia? You know, that's a question you're going to have to answer on your own. I'm going to be concerned about our life and limbs right now and deal with this this crazy chef man. Why don't we let this this scene between us fade as we figure out a trap that's going to happen while other characters interact? <laughs> oh, well. Oh, I don't know where any of that came from. Whew. Yeah, I thought you guys were going to talk uh, about the, the drugs. I did too, but so now it's a, now <laughs> no, it's a plot. It's, fine. <laughs> it's great. All right. Um, so, Jerry, Jerry, where are you right now? There's the dining room, and there's nobody in there. And uh, the, the bathroom door gets knocked open, and Jerry uh, drags himself out of the bathroom, kind of army crawling, and there's a big knife sticking out of his leg. Oh, God. Oh, this is not what I expected. I thought that we were going to have a nice, sensible talk. But I see you don't use words well. Oh, you know what they say. Actions speak louder than words. And knives speak louder than actions. 
actions. Not the knives. Knives may be. Yes, this is certainly the loudest thing I've ever heard. Let me let me just check one thing real quick. And Jerry reaches into his back pocket and pulls out the Gordon Ramsay book and, and starts flipping through it. So how can we come to a, a, comp- a compromise here? Um, I, I didn't realize that the new menu meant changing the recipes. Um, that was not my intent. I want you to know, I personally, on a, on a personal level, am very sorry. <clears throat> oh, you're not, not as sorry as you're going to be, Jer. Oh, I don't know. I think I've, I've reached a very high level of sorry already. I don't know. You still got one leg and two arms left. Oh. And I've got, mmm, 11 knives. Yes, that's a lot of <laughs> knives. No, Alistair, look at me. Look at me. Oh, I'm, look- I'm looking. You have 11 knives, but I have an infinite number of apologies that come right from here, right from my heart. Oh, you know what, Jerry? That was, that was actually kind of a beautiful sentiment. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That, that, that touched my heart a little bit. But the fact that I trusted you and you broke that trust, you peeled it away. As one would the layers of an onion. You changed all the recipes when you told me you wouldn't. You, you never t- did. You did you know about the drugs, Jerry? The what? Because apparently everybody around here knew about the fucking drugs. Drugs. Apparently that was just a big open secret. Wait, is somebody doing drugs here? Uh, we're gonna have to start doing pee tests on everybody. Stasia has apparently been using the Grand Stranger as her own personal fucking opium den. She's selling drugs out of the restaurant? If I'm to be believed, that's the only thing that's been keeping this place open. No one comes here for the food, Jerry. No one's coming here for my, for my dishes. They're coming here for the drugs. That's why none of the recipe names made any sense. Because they were code for drugs. Nobody does come here for the food because it's all oniony. That's all I can taste. No matter what you serve me, it just tastes like onions. I said it there, and I won't take it back. The onion is a noble, unappreciated vegetable. It is, but it can't be the only note in your song. Why do all of the insults you say have to be so beautiful? Why do your words have to hurt so much, Jerry? Because we get each other. Remember a love of food. And as someone who loves food, I'm telling you, lean back on the onions. I can't taste anything else. (laughs) These tears are not onion-based. They're broken friendship-based. Alistair takes the knife out of um, Jerry's leg, tenderly wraps it with, like, one of the table napkins. (laughs) You know whose fault this is? It's Hostasia's fault. And that dickhead Felix. Could I ask, who who got you so hooked on onions? Where did your love of the onion come from? Oh, Jared, did I ever tell you about this time that my father, when I was a young lad, took me to Italy? Yeah. And we went and we saw some of the most famous chefs in the world. And they were making some of the most beautiful dishes. And they, all of them, the the spaghetti bolognese and the the alfredos and the various other pasta-based dishes that I can't be bothered to think of right now because I'm, I'm still in a white-hot fury of, of rage. All of them had one key component, the noble onion. And my, my, my father, who was a brilliant chef his whole life, we have a whole lineage of 
chefs that I, I come from reaching far back decades and decades and on his deathbed he gave me a beautiful set of knives one of which I just you know recently stabbed you in the leg with which it's very sharp yes and he gave me that and the other thing he passed to me from his, his shaking hand and he said you're going to be a beautiful brilliant chef and you're going to astound the world with your cooking. And he said, I'll always love you. And from his hand he passed mine, a lovely golden onion. And then he died. You know, I think that's the first time I've ever heard that story all the way through and really processed what it means. You're right, the onion is is beautiful and it's a token, it's a symbol of love between you and your father. And so it should be elevated, not used as a simple base. Wildflowers are beautiful because of the grass that surrounds them. If it's just all wildflowers, they're not special. So if it's all onions, it's not special. The onion should be the centerpiece, not the base. I knew you'd understand, Jerry. Let's fix this. Drag me to the kitchen and let's try a couple new recipes. Are you sure we can't kill Felix first? Art first, revenge later. I knew I'd found another beautiful soul on you, Jerry. And then he, like, kind of, like, half fireman carries, half drags you to the kitchen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Rev is a lot nicer of a player than we are because any of us would have been like, yeah, no, let's go murder him first. I know, yeah. <laughs> we would have gone yeah, straight to murder. <laughs> oh, I'm giving you a trap to walk into. <laughs> We've cut back to the kitchen, and there is... A few boxes of onions on the floor that have been rolled out directly in front of the kitchen door. We have Stasia standing next to the door with some additional onions to throw. And we have Felix holding the cooler door open and just shouting out, I hope no crazy onion-based chefs want to come in here and stab me. I'm here all alone. And then a figure bursts through the door and immediately trips on some what the wrong yeah, onion I throw the onions yeah trips over them and just starts just eats shit does like that that cartoon thing where uh, the legs just wobble and it makes like that smacks all the pans in the line just and arm lands in a, a sink full of hot water uh, and then t- turns around, trips over more onions, uh, lands on some boxes, continues to fall, foot falls in a mouse trap that clicks uh, uh, shut on the foot, ah! uh, and just just keeps falling, head smacks onto a colander, oh, no, no! and then uh, what else is in a kitchen? <laughs> Future Derek thinks this is enough sound cues. Okay, fine. Uh, and then eventually, because this is quite a few sound cues, lands face first in in the the pile of onions. Okay, and Felix slams the door shut behind. Stasha, we did it. This is a fantastic plan. I know, I think he's out. Uh, all right, what are we going to do now? He's going to come to eventually. Uh, Should we call the police? Should we have him arrested for trying to kill us all? Uh... That's probably not a terrible idea. Or does he know too much? I don't know. Or I could just click this freezer up a little more. 
and we let that sort it out. Yeah, but that's going to be really hard to explain. They went in for more onions, and just the door locked them in behind. I think it'll be fine. I don't know. I mean, being a drug czar is one thing. Murdering people is another. I'm not sure how I feel about this. I want to keep... If we send him to the police, then they will see the racket behind how we paid all of our employees, Stasia. We can't just bring an official police presence in here and still get away with everything else. What if we try to blackmail him, though? Then there's no cops and then there's no murder. I mean, that might be fine. Blackmail. Okay, again, thinking outside the box. Have you been reading that Gordon Ramsay book? Step five in the Gordon Ramsay book. <laughs> blackmail your competitors. All right, how can we blackmail him? Let's, um... And I think Felix knocks on the door. Uh, Alistair, are, are you awake yet? Uh, we have some questions for you, specifically if you know of any ways we could blackmail you. Oh, I, uh... I mean, I do a lot of drugs. I mean, like, that... Please don't tell my mom. I really don't want my mom to know about all the drugs. That would be really nice. Who the fuck is that? That doesn't sound like Alistair. Felix opens the door. Hey! Oh, Henry, what are you doing in there? I tripped over a bunch of onions and got my hand burned in a sink, and I got knocked unconscious, and now I'm in here, I guess. So... Wait, how did that... That doesn't make any sense. We clearly heard Alistair screaming the entire time this was happening. Well, that's how plot devices work and, and storytelling. Sometimes, sometimes they throw you for a loop, I guess. Did you sympathetically experience all of his pain and suffering because you're so in love with him? Like, what the fuck is this? This doesn't make sense. This is kind of the situation. Uh, whenever I scream, I, I kind of sound a little bit like this. Like, pinch me real quick. Okay, Felix pinches. Ah! Yeah, see, there we go. It's, this is uncanny. But we saw but we saw Alistair go into the kitchen. We look a little bit alike if he's in the right light. Okay, Stasia, um, point of order here. If Henry's in the cooler, then that means Alistair's still out there with a knife. Yeah, sure does. Um, where would Alistair go? Would he just be hiding somewhere? Oh, you don't have to look very hard. Ah! Oh, okay. Um, no! Oh, oh, Alistair, I didn't see you there either. Henry, you look like shit. What happened? Yeah, onions happened. A lot of onions. There's way too many onions in this kitchen. It just happens. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've been told. Jerry? Jerry, will you lead me into a fucking trap? What? What? God damn it. We had a moment. We cried. What? I can't trust. I can't trust any of you. Both Felix and Stasia kind of sneak towards the cooler door. It's like, ha, thank you, Jerry. Your distraction worked perfectly. Now, Stasia, we shall make our exit. And as they run, they go to that blocked doorway full of the onion boxes. <laughs> oh, this was a horrible oversight. And then Alistair throws a knife and hits you in both in, in the leg. God damn it, you have good aim for a chef. Why couldn't you teach all of the sous chefs to cut so brilliantly? Job security. I rip the knife out of my leg and like use a, a counter to stand up and I, I hold it and I'm like, two can play at this game, Alistair. Now I got a knife too. I am not scared of you, you, you drug peddling deviant. I pick up a giant potlet as a shield. I can't believe you all joined against me as, as some kind of evil plot. All I wanted to do was cook food. Just just cook 
dude. Well, it would have been fine if you didn't want to stab us all the time. I didn't want to stab you all the time. I just wanted to stab you in this one instance. Because you changed all the recipes. You've been peddling drugs. And you look as a Felix. And you're just a dickhead. I just don't like you very much. I will throw out there that your your typical response to not liking something is you try to stab one of us. That's that's a fair that's a fair call by by Sasha. Yeah, you stabbed me twice last week. Okay, Jerry, I've never stabbed you until tonight. In all fairness. Well, true, but I've only been here a few days, and I mean, this is the first stabbing I've worked at in the shortest amount of time. In fairness, Jerry, there was that time at Waffle House. Yes, that well, that's true. I mean, that one I deserved. We won't talk about that, though. Let's not forget Alice said that my drug dealing is the only reason any of us get paid. So even if you don't like it, it's how you make money. Felix, did you know about the drugs? Alistair, have you never looked at your actual pay stubs? The line that you get all of your money from is the donations received upon giving service. D-R-U-G-S. Fuck! Huh, this makes a lot of sense why those books don't balance. Shit. Right. I tried to tell you this before. So can we stop trying to kill each other? God, people have injuries. We need attention. If you want to sell drugs and that's the way you're making most of your money, maybe a restaurant isn't the business you want to run. Why don't you just make this a, a drugstore? I just want to make good food. What if we just pool our, uh, our well, our money that we've earned and apply for a dispensary license? And then whatever you want to make here... They'll eat it because they'll be stoned. I don't know. It's really hard to get a license for medical ayahuasca. You know, Jerry brings up a good point. If we just focus on the weed, then we can operate relatively legally and we can force people to eat all the onion-based dishes they can possibly shovel down. Yeah, I mean, if that's the only thing making money, why are you putting any effort into any other part of this endeavor? The wolf still did lie to me and betray me. You stabbed us. I figured that makes us even. I, I smoked some weed. That's all I did. Oh, yeah. No, no, Henry. You're not included in that statement. We're still very okay, cool. Okay, I'm going to back away. Yeah, no, we're, we're chill. We're chill. It's it's the three of them who I might still murder. Yeah, you're good. You know what? I think that Nastasia and Alistair need to spend some time together because your gut impulses is kill, stab, revenge. I think you might be the one of us here who would benefit the most from what Stasia has to offer. Think about it, Alistair. Have you ever tried smoking a bowl out of an onion? Wait, onion bongs. Got Henry's got us. I'm sure he knows how to make one of those. Snip, snap. It sounds so crazy. That it might work. The onion is a noble vegetable. With healing properties. You can eat the onion afterwards. Or use it in your next dish. Uh, uh, the, the, the onion... The, my, but my father and and the, sh- the chefs but my, my father's dying wishes and and I still do really want to stab you all in in your appendages but and and I, I don't I oh god oh I think I feel another panic attack coming on oh no oh dear oh here it comes oh boy mm. Hey folks, your host Eric here with a quick intermission. First up, a huge thank you to our lovely, beautiful, amazing, and Michelin-rated uh, Patreon supporters. That would got weird. Uh, Kate, Sarah, Ben, Smoked Toast, 
Atari Wind Rider, The Crit Show, and Jay. Thank you folks so much for supporting what we do with Rolling Misadventures. Your continued support really does help us out with paying for our website and our hosting fees and our music libraries and all the fun, crazy, dumb things that I get to do on this show. Uh, if you would also like to help support us and join these wonderful folks, make sure to visit patreon.com slash rolling misadventures, where for as little as $1 a month, you get a shout out. We immortalize you in these episodes by throwing your name in the intermission. Or for a few bucks more a month, you also get bonus content, like me and a guest playing What's a Vaporwave, where I had to explain what Vaporwave was, even though I didn't know a whole lot about it. Or trying to explain things like PayPal and Twitch. It was absurd. But the only way to get that bonus content is by supporting us via Patreon. So again, that is patreon.com slash rollingmisadventures. If you can't help us out that way, I totally get it. Things are crazy right now, and believe me, I'm right there with you on not being able to support as many creators as I can monetarily. Uh, so that being said, if you still want to help us out, just spread the word. Let other people know about the show, share the episodes on social media, leave us reviews on iTunes or Podchaser or wherever you're listening. Uh, all of that really does put a smile on my face and helps us out. Uh, if you're looking for weird ways to promote us, you could say, write our website on some menu. No, don't write them on menus. That's just don't don't do that. Uh, that said, I really don't have any news for this week. We just finished up our PAX Online panel, which was absolutely fantastic. Thank you to anyone that was in the audience for that, as well as those that were throwing questions at us and interacting. It was a fantastic experience. And if we somehow got some new listeners that are just new to the, brand new to the show because of that, thank you. With all of that out of the way, let's go ahead, pop in a promo from a friend of ours, and we will get right back to the story. Hey, Megan. Hey, Scotty. I'm going to name some things, and you tell me what you think. Okay. Batman. Trash. Harry Potter. Garbage. Star Wars. Not horny enough. And what do they all have in common? We, we can, can make, make them, them better. better. I'm Megan Danger from Oh No Lit Class, the internet's best podcast for literature-based ding-dong humors. And I'm Scotty Moore, the current and only author of the Harry Potter series. And we host the new and improved Fun Fiction Podcast. It's a show where we take the most beloved franchises out there and make them better. It's fiction for fans, by fans, with all of the dirty details that Hollywood was afraid to put in. So Finn and Poe can finally kiss? Everyone can finally kiss, Megan. We have the power that no one was able to give us before. Vegeta and Goku, Steve and Bucky, Captain Marvel and that other lady. I do so love Captain Marvel and that other lady. But not the Joker. No kisses for the Joker. He knows what he did. He can get a big old shot to the ding-dong with a bat. That's all he deserves. And all you deserve is to listen to Fun Fiction. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Podchaser, Captivate, YouTube. Or wherever you get your podcasts. They're, they're, they're in the podcast places. 
the podcast zone. Get in it today. <laughs> Do it, coward. Do it. And we are back. We have, I guess, calculated since we don't roll our aftermaths. Uh, Paris, you ended up with a zero. <laughs> the worst thing. <laughs> I'm probably not dead because there are worse things than being dead. I'm going to take a moment to think about it and get back to you concerning what exactly the worst thing I can imagine is. I may ask you all for your advice. Oh, you, oh it, they changed the descriptions. Yeah. Oh, it used to be like, think of like literally the worst thing in the universe. Like your soul is being split apart to a million pieces. <laughs> Charles got a red two. Revolting. Well, that was nasty and probably extremely brutal. I'm just speculating here, but my guess is that I've lost something precious, like a body part or my soul, while traveling on my personal road to grand ignominious failure. Maybe I'm dead. Maybe not. Okay. Uh, for mine, it is a blue two. You know what's fun? Children crying when they see me. Kids are smart. They know a hideous failure when they see one. I'm going to be haunted forever by what I've done. And all my plans are ending in complete and utter ruin. And then Rev, you're 10 blue. Adequate. My dignity is intact and I feel good about myself. There's a good chance that some of the things I wanted have fallen into my lap. And I intend to enjoy them and stay out of prison. And then Megan with the 12 blue. Inspirational. When you look at me, you see an example of someone who has it all. Despite a lot of hardship and danger, I persevered and triumphed. I got what I wanted, and then some. My genius and hard work have made me the success I am today. This never happens to Megan. Megan usually ends up maimed or dead. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. And so we cut back to in front of this walk-in cooler that we have all gathered. Onions strewn about the kitchen. Pots and pans littering the floor. Blood everywhere as multiple people have been stabbed. And Felix pulls the knife from his leg and drops it on the floor. Alistair, I think that we might be onto something with this drug-based onion restaurant. I think we can make this work. What do you say? And he walks forward with a hand outstretched. I say no. I don't think so. Picks the knife up. Alistair goes to stab town. He stabs Felix. This is for changing the menu, and he stabs, and for always just being a terrible manager, and for your weird, unscrupulous business practices, and because I just thought you were a dickhead. The last one was right. And he turns to Stasia. This is for tainting a restaurant with your weird drug dealings. Dad, Alice, no! And, and also just kind of being, just being mean. You were kind uh. of a bully, I'm sorry. You know what, it may have done my paycheck, but I just didn't like you much either. And he stabs Stasia extra hard. I'm dying so painfully. And, and Al Alistair is just in like a, a blood lust frenzy. You, you 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 could even say that it's mayhem. A dangerous animal has gotten loose. <laughs> In fact, so much so that he's 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 trying to find Jerry. He's not paying attention. He's just going stab happy that he even stabs his very good friend Henry. Henry! Oh no! Henry, mate, I'm sorry. It was an accident. Oh shit! You stabbed me like ten times. Henry, I'm sorry. Oh, God. They were ten accidental stabbings. 
actions speak louder than words. And knives are the loudest <laughs> actions of all. I should have known that. He puts a hand on your shoulder. Says, "You name an onion after me." Oh no! Oh no! And Al- Alistair drops the knives. And into Alistair's vision comes a golden onion. What have I done? Take this, Alistair. This is where it ends. We can start anew the way your father wanted. Art and food. Yes. The death stops here. This is the only way. We've got to go back to what's what's good and pure. Let's just leave it all here. Let's just burn this place to the ground. These bodies can never be found. That is that is the last chapter of, of Gordon Ramsay's book. Um, if your restaurant and endeavors have failed, torch it and collect the insurance money and then use it to create something new and better. And then we just jump cut to the two of them standing outside. This huge plume of fire in the building, super high and weeping because of all of the drug fumes and the onion fumes mixed together. (laughs) (laughs) This is the worst storm ever. I didn't think of this through all that thoroughly. (laughs) Oh, this is is very terrible. I can't tell how much of this is emotion, drugs, smoke, onions. Oh, God. Uh, I think I would have rather been stabbed again. Oh, don't say that. I've still got a couple of my father's knives on me. Okay, that was, yeah, metaphorical. No, 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 no more stabbing. No more. Jerry, Jerry, I swear to you, my stabbing days are behind me. Uh, this is a new Alistair has been birthed from the flames. <laughs> from these stinky, stinky flames. We're making new restaurants together, you and me. You, me, and this onion. And it'll be a beautiful restaurant, and... It will rely less on onion-based dishes, and it will not sell drugs, probably. And with that, I think that's going to end the story. So uh, hopefully you enjoyed this kitchen-based nightmare that we have Did you? That we have created. Um, Rev, if people want to hear a show that's a little bit more coherent than what we have just created, where can people listen to you? Oh, boy. Uh, you can find us at thecritshowpodcast.com or wherever you uh, listen to podcasts. Uh, again, it is The Crit Show, and it is an actual play podcast where we play Monster of the Week and... Uh, other powered by the apocalypse games in the same dimension hopping story um and you know the thing i always forget to mention that people always tell me i should mention when i talk about the show the players play as themselves uh and so it is them in this world that gets turned sideways and them trying to cope with the weirdness that happens oh that's that's actually pretty cool it is a fantastic show it is my uh on my list of favorites currently. So make sure to check that out. We have a link down in the show notes or feel free to visit rollingmisadventures.com where we have links to all of our past guest shows. Uh, we also have links to artist bios, fan art, our web store, all sorts of stuff there to check out. So make sure to visit that. And also we will have a link to Rev Show down in the show notes as well. Uh, but folks, let's go ahead and get out of here. I'm leaving now. <laughs> I'm never coming back. Bye. Bye. I'm dead.
walking towards the walking cooler. Just he opens the freezer door. Why do we have onions in the freezer? Did anyone wonder about that? I don't know. It's something that we did very early on, and we just went with it. Sheer bulk. Okay. We have to freeze them. They're just so 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 many. 